Exterior. Fairvale Building. Night. Wait, that's when we thought we were going to have the money for a TV show. <laughs> Cue sound effects. Standing in the middle of a bustling downtown is the 1980s Art Deco high-rise Fairvale Building. The street outside the front entrance is buzzing with activity. Let's head inside. Oh look, that busybody concierge Miss Halverson is filling in one of the building's tenants on the latest gossip. Ooh, did you hear the noise about Bradley and Cameron on the ninth floor? Don't make eye contact with her, she will talk our ears off! <laughs> Quick, the elevator! Let's head up to apartment 9 on the ninth floor where I will introduce you to the most delightful couple. Their apartment is directly across the hall from the elevator. I just love their spacious apartment. It's decorated with lots of framed film and theme park posters. Come on, follow me. One might say this apartment is incredibly self-aware. Interesting though. Lots of room for a couple, but as Comb the Frog says, that's uh, none of my business. <laughs> Let's see what Bradley and Cameron are up to. You will love them, such an adorable couple. I should probably tell you a little about them before we go inside. Bradley is a total type A gay white boy. Loves to wear horographic tees and distressed jeans. Very much the mid-30s guy who was definitely emo in high school. <laughs> Bradley loves his horror movies and theme parks. He's dated Cameron for a long time and rumour around the building has it he's going to propose to Cam very soon. Speaking of whom, Cameron is the opposite of Bradley in so many ways. A bit younger than Bradley, he prefers top 40 music and comedies. Trendy dresser, he is the guy who always looks like he just walked out of Express. <laughs> Let's head inside. Oh, and before you think this is creepy, I am a narrator. I can go anywhere in a story that I want, as long as the characters don't discover me like in Into the Woods. <laughs> oh, adorable, it's movie night. Though it doesn't look like Cameron's enjoying the evening nearly as much as Bradley. Wonder what's going on. Ah, such a lovely way to end the weekend. One of our favorite movies, some wine, and time together. Uh, yeah, this is always a fun rewatch, even though we disagree on many movies. Funny, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. True, we are quite the paramagnets. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. I could just lie here with you in our home forever. Bradley, I, um... Ooh, what's this? He just took out a ring box from behind the cushion. Bradley looks like he's about to pop the question. Cameron... You have made me the happiest guy on earth, and I have something I want to ask you. Bradley, I... Cameron, will you... I, I think we should see other people. What? Wait, am I on candid camera? No, it's... OMG, did Punked get rebooted? Is Ashton here? What? No. Big Brother? No, for crying out loud, I think we should see other people. What? Why? Oh, this better not be your idea of a bad joke. No, we need to break up. I've, I've come to terms with my sexuality and want to explore dating women again. Again? Ha! You've never dated women, Cameron. You're gay. Hello? Actually, I dated women all through high school. I just never told you. You were the first guy I ever seriously dated. So everything you've told me has been a lie then? You never told me any of this. What about your family? I've spent holidays with you guys, and they're Baptist. <laughs> I came out to myself in high school, but continued to date girls because I didn't want to break my parents' hearts. Ugh, I don't believe this. It's true. When my mom's brother came out as gay, then I felt that I could finally do the same. Oh, how could he not? Not sure if he could pass off that same guy in all those photos as his close friend for much longer. <laughs> and don't forget, he was the best drag queen in my hometown. His Elvira was on point. 
When my parents accepted him and they learned that love really is love, then I felt I could relieve myself of this secret. And that was right before we met. You know, I keep waiting for Freddy to pop out from behind you because I am living a nightmare. <laughs> you see this walnut in my bare hands? It represents how angry I am right now. Oh, I am gonna miss just how you knew to bust my nut. Oh, shut the fuck up. You don't get to say anything right now. You know, you should have told me this before I went to Cartier. They don't accept returns on custom pieces. I, I'll pay for the ring. Enough. Don't speak. And what about our living arrangement? You're sure as hell not sleeping in our, <laughs> excuse me, my bed tonight. You can make up one of the guest rooms and start looking for a place tomorrow. Need I remind you that I am the primary on the lease? You remind me every time I load the dishwasher wrong. <laughs> And I already started looking for a place. Well, good. Better find one tomorrow. I'm off to bed. Well, that actually went better than expected. <laughs> Mr. Positivity Wolfie T here to tell you about the Positively Wolfie podcast, where we provide unqualified commentary on allegedly real news. Join me and a co-host as we provide a non-serious take on silly, strange, or just plain dumb news headlines and stories. Look for me on Twitter at PositivelyWolf1 and find the Positively Wolfy podcast on your favorite podcast app and subscribe today. Well, hello, America, and thanks for coming. My name's Seth. What's yours? Hey, it's Jamal. And Stoney. Have you ever had Drag Race withdrawal? You know the symptoms. Not enough glitter, eyelashes not staying glued down, and that red itchy rash that just won't go away. Uh, you should see a doctor for that. And the only prescription for your blues is more Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. With at least 150 podcasts, seven seasons of Drag Race coverage under our belt, and topical queer discussions, there's a little bit for everyone here. That's right. We're even featured on Cosmopolitan's list of top seven RuPaul's Drag Race podcasts that spill the hottest tea. Join us every week as we bring you a fun recap of the latest episode of whatever season we're covering. It'll make you feel like you're back on the couch discussing the latest episode of Drag Race with all your friends. Stop by thanksforcomingpodcast.com. For links to listen on your platform of choice, links to all of our social media and recent happenings. Oh, crrr. what are you waiting for? Go check us out, Hanny. Thanks for coming, a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. While Spradley is watching Jurassic Park, Cameron walks through the front door and collapses on the opposite couch. What did you find? When are you moving? No, you cannot get your security deposit back. I've been in and out of more rooms than a hooker working her way through medical school. Oh, here. Can you break this 20? I need singles. I said hooker, not stripper. Anyway, where are you moving? See, that's the thing. Oh my gosh. Everything is just so expensive, and we... <clears throat> you really lucked out on this place. So? You may need to downsize or move to another part of town. Remember when we watched Fran Drescher's Happily Divorced? I know what you're suggesting, and your series pilot has just been canceled. <laughs> Aren't you gonna get that? Hiya, kids. This is Halverson. Won't you come in? You betcha. But I can only stay for a minute. Just came by to deliver this notice. And I gotta call Mr. Halverson to make sure he's... Stopped breathing so you can take his life insurance money and fly to Rio? <laughs> 
Oh, you kids. I knew you couldn't stay mad at me forever after I forgot to tell you about that Amazon box that sat at my desk for days. How was I supposed to know it had a fish for your aquarium? It said contains live animal. By the way, where is it? Come to think of it, where's your aquarium? Oh, those things are just too much trouble. Not to mention saltwater aquariums are really expensive. That and fish last a lot longer if you... What was that thing again, Bradley? Uh, Remember to feed them? Only things he could ever keep alive were our succulents. Oh, and you really know how to keep precious things alive. Do I sense some tension there, Brady? Ask him. Anyway, what's this notice? Well, I'm afraid the building is under a new owner. Some sadist, I mean investment banker. Come to think of it, there's little difference. Hopefully the new owner will remodel that dreadful pool and fitness area. Oh, and maybe hire a friendlier concierge. I heard that. The way rent is going up around here, that pool ought to come with sexy pool boys. Hairless, covered in tanning oil, wearing tight trunks, with muscles bulging, fanning us with palm fronds. Ooh, did it just get hot in here? I think it was just one of your hot flashes. Meanwhile, I haven't seen you in the gym lately. Someone's getting a little pudgy. How much is it going up? It's doubling. Going up higher than annual passes at Disney World. What? If you want to stay, you're going to have to perform more surgery on your budget than Joan Rivers' face. Can I meet this man? Try adding a woe to that. Well, I will write her a strongly worded letter. This is insane. Well, I'd love to stay and catch up on all the latest gossip around the building, but I got to get back down to the desk. See you, kids. What about being happily divorced now? Cam, we can't afford to live here, even if you do stay. Okay, let's not panic. We didn't die when all the reasonable tickets to the Streisand concerts were sold out within minutes. Or the Cindy Lauper concert. Or Cher. Or Madonna. You know, maybe we should start buying our tickets early. <laughs> focus. We need to focus. Wait, I got it. No, we are not turning this place into a brothel. I mean, that's a good idea. But no, we could get a roommate. Brilliant. Why didn't I think of that? But where would we find someone on such short notice? I don't want to end up the next Craigslist killer's victim. Those online ads are so sketchy. Yeah, you're oh so selective and persnickety. Hence why we met on Grindr. (laughs) Funny. Tell you what, let's put together a plan after work tomorrow. In the meantime, I need a drink. Me too. My treat. Good. I was going to make you pay anyway. Look, we have a week to find someone. If we work together, I'm sure we can find somebody. Teamwork makes the dream work, right? Well, you're still in the penalty box. (laughs) Come on, let's go to hit me again. If we hurry, we can still make happy hour. Just a few blocks down from the Fairvale building is where Bradley and Cameron both work. Bradley works as a radio talk show producer and Cameron as a TV news writer. Bradley produces the popular afternoon drive home Allison's Corner show. We should be able to catch him on a song break here soon. In the meantime, we can tune in to hear Ali speak to one of her callers. Just like that, his lawyer serves me divorce papers. He didn't even have the balls to do it himself. That low life. And here I am, having to start over while he's wearing Speedos in Hawaii, making love to the flight attendant he met on a business trip. Well, I've got news for her. He's neither a grower nor a shower. I just feel my life is over. I am so sorry to hear that. As hard as it is to remember, you need to know it's not your fault. He obviously doesn't deserve you. You are a special person with unique traits that make you wonderful for just you being you. You are worth so much, and I know that you will make it through this and find someone as special as you. Oh, thank you, Allie. I feel a lot better now. 
Just to think that I was about to let the last five years with my high school sweetheart determine the course of my life. Oh wait, how old are you, honey? 23. <laughs> You're 23, and you felt that your life is over because you got cheated on, and now you have to start dating again? Have you ever thought about those of us who aren't in their 20s anymore when they find out they're being divorced? What dating is like for us over 30? Not good, I tell you. Not good. You have to start going out with dad bods and balding men, and then you wind up being kicked out of your own house because his former graduate assistant he's been boning on the side is moving in. Turns out she was evaluating a lot more than student performance. Perhaps you should think of others because others are worse off than you. Um, okay. Thanks for calling. Now, let's go to a song. Bradley isn't happy. He's storming out of the control room. Allie, what the hell is going on? That is the third caller you've gone off on this week. Keep this up and the station manager will find a loophole in that contract of yours and you'll be back to being a secretary. Administrative assistant? Yeah, yeah, someone's bitch. <laughs> really though, what's going on? Josh dumped me. What is this, high school? Okay, fine. He served me divorce papers and by him, I mean his lawyer. Gosh, I'm sorry. He left me for his graduate assistant he hired a couple of semesters ago. I hooked up at a conference in Los Angeles. She asked if he required turndown service, and he said, only if she comes with the sheets. <laughs> you know, one time I tried to join the Mile High Club while flying to a conference, only I forgot to lock the door and a priest walked in on me with the hot flight attendant I was with. Get your head out of the clouds. The song's about over and I don't have time to listen to stories about your endless sexual escapades up and down the East Coast with only a bottle of lube and a condom in your pocket. <laughs> How long do you have until you move? Wait. Why are you moving? That house is half yours. Not exactly. Like crab with a K is not exactly crab? Or I don't exactly sponsor a hungry child in Africa at $50 a month, but the IRS thinks I do? 50, huh? I go for 100. What happened? How was I supposed to know to not sign a prenup? You never, ever, ever sign a prenup. That and check the show age option on Grindr. <laughs> so when do you have to move? Before the end of the month, to find a place to rent, probably get a roommate, a Craigslist roommate, they will probably be an axe murderer, or worse, load the dishwasher wrong. Hey, now that annoys me to no end. Took me months to teach Cameron. Now I have to teach someone new. What's going- Bradley runs back into the control room to count down Allie to her next segment. We are live in five, four, three, two. I hope you are enjoying your ride home from work this afternoon. I'm Allison. I'm a Capricorn. Enjoy moonlit walks on the beach, cuddling up to a good horror movie. And, oh yeah, I'm also here to keep you company. I'm just a call away. While Bradley and Allison begin closing up for the day, he gets an idea. So, do you have any idea where you're going to move? Not a clue yet. Well, as it turns out, I do know of a place that just became available. Very close to here, rent will be reasonable, and you'll have a couple of dope roommates. If I didn't know any better, I'd say you were talking about your place. Hello, I am. What happened to Cameron? Cameron broke up with me, is moving into another room, our building is under a new owner, and rent skyrocketed. So, now I need to fill the third room. Interested? Whoa, what? He came out as bi and wants to see other people. I cannot afford for him to move out, and the very thought of getting a roommate is exhausting. That is an awful lot to process. Yeah, you're telling me. You need a drink? I've downed two bottles of wine already. It's worse than Tanya Harding watching her career completely implode. But hey, she is on the rebound now. Can't say the same for Roseanne. <laughs> You have the weirdest analogies. Listen, Cameron and I talked about getting together tonight to outline our roommate search. But if you like the room, you can move in right away, and he and I won't have to work together. Then he'll just have to be okay with it. Okay, then. 
Want to grab our usual drink? It hit me again? Uh, not yet. Let's get there before camp. But after we get you to sign that lease, then we can go out and celebrate. Let's do this. Meanwhile, on another floor, Cameron and his co-worker Dylan are working the day away on the afternoon news show. Cameron writes and Dylan creates graphics. Both of them are working in the same cubicle pod. You know how every office has that one incredibly hot guy that no matter which way you swing you'd consider switching for? Well, that's Dylan. Tall, dark, and handsome. <clears throat> Dylan is on the phone and noticeably trying to be discreet by not broadcasting his conversation to the rest of the office and Cameron. I told you, I'm good for the money. Uh, give me three months, would you? Okay, I got it. Yes, I'm aware of how much that would hurt. They want to grab sushi for dinner? Hello, Earth to Cameron. Oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. Hey, man, you've been uncharacteristically quiet today. How was your weekend? Crazier than the free food and merch tables at a theme park media day. <laughs> Stay classy, ahem, <clears throat> journalists. So just a normal evening at Chateau de Camry? Actually... Bradley and I broke up. Some investment banker bought our building and doubled rent. Now we have to find a roommate. How's that graphic coming along? Wait, what? Look, there's something I gotta tell you. Oh, no. You cheated on Bradley, didn't you? No. There's something that's been inside me for quite some time, and I had to tell Bradley because it affects him. Dude, you got the clap? <laughs> no, you asshole. I've come out of the closet. <laughs> Dude, you've never been in the closet. I mean, I came out as bi. Bro, you can't be bi. I can't be bi, but you can. As the saying goes around the office, if it's breathing and gives consent, Dylan's down for a good time. Well, that is kind of true. I told Bradley that we need to see other people, and while I was looking for another place to live, we found out that our building is under new ownership and rent's going up. I can't afford to move any more than Bradley can afford to live there alone. Damn. At least with the clap, it would have gone away with just a few shots in the ass. Oh, I know. I, I mean, I imagine. <laughs> so how'd you come to this realization? I met this girl that hit me again who I really hit it off with. I figured she knew I was gay, but no, she, she didn't. She was actually flirting with me. And there was something inside that was so attracted to her. Go on. I tried to ignore the feeling, but it kept coming back over the following few days, and it hit me. I am attracted to both guys and girls. And when I felt Bradley was going to propose, I, I knew I couldn't lie to him. So how'd he take the news? About as well as Regina George when she found out those weight loss protein bars were for weight gaining. <laughs> About that roommate. Bradley and I are supposed to meet after work to discuss it in more detail and figure out who we want. What if you were able to head him off at the pass? I mean, you might just have the answer right under your nose. I'm listening. I'm actually looking for a room to rent closer to work. I can come over tonight to look and then you won't have to discuss it. Think of it as taking a little burden off of Bradley. After the bomb you dropped, he'll thank you for relieving him of the stress. Excellent idea. Wait, you love where you live. I did. I mean, I do. But I've recently thought of downsizing to save money so I can, uh, travel. Yeah, that's it. Uh, travel more. <laughs> oh, that's a fun hobby for sure. Of course, I prefer drinking my money away at the club, and Bradley loves his figure skating. So what time? Bradley usually goes out for a drink with his co-worker, Allie, so if you come over right after work, then he won't be the wiser. Heard. Alex, what are you doing, pal? Oh, hey, Dimitri. I was just going to put all these signs that I made to promote our new satirical sitcom podcast, 2000 DC. Dude, it's an audio-based format. 
Yeah, so I was going to put these all over the place so people could read them so they can... Oh, I see what you mean now. <laughs> yeah, there's no way people are going to know that we're on Podbean and various other platforms if they can't read the signs. So, so wait, hold on. Do they just have to wait till Saturday when we release? Pretty much, yeah. Ah, well, the heart was in the right place, I guess. So, what now? I guess I'm throwing away signs. You're throwing away signs. <laughs> hey, Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, guys. Oh, oh hey, Producer, producer Michael. Producer Michael, uh, Well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. Later on that night, back at the apartment, an eager Bradley is finishing showing Allison around. So, what do you think? I've always loved it. Where do I sign? Right this way. Bradley walks over to the end table to get the paperwork and a pen. Swinging open the door, but looking behind him, Cameron enters the condo speaking to Dylan. Dylan, dude, you are gonna love this place. Cameron turns round to face the condo, and he stops in his tracks as he and Bradley lock eyes. <laughs> Bradley, put that pen down. Excuse me? We were here first. We were supposed to do this together. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that chiseled heartthrob just followed you home? Oh, Dylan, where did you come from? Now what? You're always doing this to us. Thinking of yourself, making all the decisions on your own. Us? There ceased being an us when you decided to go spelunking in the lady cave. <laughs> I was only being honest with you before you made a mistake. Oh, so falling in love with you was a mistake. Who am I kidding? Of course it was. And the only other mistake I made was paying retail for that ring. Well, guess who's going on vacation with the refund money? This guy. Wait, I thought you said you couldn't take it back. Yep, but that's why I gave the cute sales boy a blowjob that blew his mind. Not to mention... <laughs> Cameron and Bradley continue to bicker. Allison and Dylan just look at each other with that look you give when you cannot believe what you are seeing. After a moment or two, both Dylan and Allison walk around the bickering ex-couple and sit down on the couch. On the coffee table, there's a decanter of brandy with a few glasses. Allison pours her and Dylan a drink. And to think that I wasn't going to feel at home here. I don't know. I don't want to end up collateral damage of World War Three. Ha! This by you is World War Three. Please, this is everyday conversation with my soon-to-be ex. <laughs> Wonder how it's going to be decided who gets the room. Both Cameron and Bradley are not paying attention. Allison gets up from the couch and walks over to the door. 
Mrs. Halverson is standing there in a plumber's uniform with a tool belt around her waist and a giant wrench in her hand, but still wearing her concierge name tag. Didn't I just see you downstairs? You're the concierge, right? Oh, I'm your concierge, you betcha. Then why are you dressed like Mario? I'm here to fix the sink. The building's plumber, Mr. Salvatore, is out with a broken finger. So I'm filling in. Of course, after the day I've had, I've got a finger for him. I don't think right now. The other day, Mr. Salvador was working on repairing the electrical box in a unit on the 12th floor, but he... Wait, I thought you said Mr. Salvador was the building's plumber. Oh, Mr. Salvador was filling in for Mr. Wynn, the building's electrician. Mr. Wynn was out sick, taking care of his son who broke his wrist at ping pong practice. Wow. After reading some plumbing articles on WikiHow... Hold, you've never done this before? Nope, but if you can watch a YouTube to make a 3D printed house, then I should be able to fix a scene. I suppose, but I don't think this is a good time. Of course it is. Here, watch and learn. Oh, my Lanta. Did you see the news that Streisand, Lopper, Midler, Madonna, Dolly, and Cher are in a charity concert tomorrow night? Hosted by Elvira? Cameron and Bradley instantly stop arguing and look at Mrs. Halverson. <gasps> Where do I go for the tickets? Gotcha, don't you know? That's just cruel. What in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on here? Well, this sneaky schmuck went behind my back to fill the guest room without talking to me first. And this pretentious prick did the same thing. Why don't you convert the office into a bedroom? Room. But what do we do with the furniture? Jiminy crickets. Do I have to do all the thinking around here? The fact that you have a home office is pretentious because neither of you work from home. So sell the damn furniture. I overheard the fines on the third floor looking for some after that tragic gasoline fire incident. Elsie <laughs> and Dylan simultaneously turn to each other and look wide surprised eyes, then turn back to the group. Well, okay, but we have another problem. How do we decide who gets the room versus the office space? First world problems. You'll make it work. I mean, look at me and Mr. Halverson. We haven't had sex in years. I got all these cobwebs down there. Ugh, but... Please. What about me and Allison? Yeah, how do we decide who gets the bedroom? Back in the old country. Old country? Yeah, that's what Miss H calls Minnesota. We'd settle something like this over a spirited round of who could eat the most raw herring. As appealing as mercury poisoning sounds. How's about we flip for it? Works for me. I'll just leave you kids to work this out. I'm gonna head into the kitchen and fix that leak you reported. You mean the one we reported three weeks ago? Don't be so snarky, Cammy. No wonder why Bradley dumped you. What? No, I dumped him. How do you even know this? Mrs. Crane on the 15th floor told me. Does everyone in the building know? Maybe. Heard that Cam is switch hitting now. Now he can disappoint a whole new group of people. <laughs> Mrs. Halverson walks over to the kitchen. Bradley, Cameron, Dylan and Allison gather around each other. Dylan takes out a quarter and positions it on his fist. Looks to Allison. You good for heads? Well, I haven't had any complaints yet. Oh, you mean, sure, heads. The quarter goes up and comes down. Dylan grabs it, covers it, then uncovers the quarter. Uh, heads, you win. Looks like I'm giving a whole new meaning to home office. <laughs> so, if I bring home a date, does this mean I'm having office sex? <laughs> the group collectively walks over to the couches and sits down. The paperwork for the new lease is lying on the coffee table. Bradley picks up the paper and pushes it in the direction of Allison and Dylan. Sign here. Allison and Dylan sign the lease. Whew. All this activity's made me hungry. I could go for some dessert. Yeah, dude. Same here. Me too. Well, it just so happens that I have a cheesecake in the fridge. Bradley often keeps a cheesecake in the fridge. Your body won't like it, but your mouth sure will. That's what she said. <laughs> the group all laughs as they head into the kitchen. As soon as they walk in, they see Mrs. Halverson eating a slice of cheesecake at the table. Ooh, 
Hiya, kids. Hope you don't mind. Fixing the sink left me hungry and my sugar low. Damn hippoglyceme. I think you mean... Miss H is a treasure. Yeah, but some treasures are best left undiscovered. <laughs> so, Miss H, were you able to get the sink fixed? Yeah, betcha. At that moment, water begins to spray from the faucet up into the air, causing a rain in the kitchen. The group all puts down their cheesecake and grabs towels and attempts to stop the water. I think you should stick to the front desk. And I think you should stick to dudes. Perhaps I've come out of the closet as by vocational. <laughs> uh, focus, guys. Looks like we are in store for lots of misadventures here. Totes. Voicing our regular cast, Max Ice as Bradley, Jeffrey Freitner as Cameron, Tabitha Pierce as Allison, Chase Grant as Dylan, Shannon Hull as Mrs. Halverson, and me, Ian Shaw, as your narrator. Guest starring today, Danielle Hill as The Caller. Our theme song was written and recorded by Lana White and produced by Dave Anderson. Allison's Corner Music by Michelle Morgan. For the Crowd was created by R.L. Terry and is produced by Danielle Hill. Today's episode was written by R.L. Terry and Zachary Raw. Forza Crowd is recorded virtually in front of a live audience. To attend a recording, please email forzacrowdpod at gmail.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media at Forza Crowd Pod on Twitter and YouTube. See you next time. One, two, three.